Hi, I'm Peter Meadows, a member of Holy Trinity Church family, and occasionally preach there. And like you, I'm stuck indoors. Uh, hopefully, you're one of those who think they're going to be only there for a few weeks, I say only. Uh, it may be longer. Or maybe you're, like me, one of the frail and elderly, uh, certainly here uh, for a three-month span, whichever it is. My guess is probably you felt like I did at the beginning. This wasn't going to be a big thing. Uh, a few weeks and it was going to be over. But what we thought was going to be a sprint has now become a marathon. So how long I'm wondering it is before we lose it. You know, I think of something I saw on the internet recently, a conversation that was supposed to happen after this was all over. A visitor calls and says, um, is your wife in? And the answer is no, she's in the garden. Uh, but I've looked in the garden. Oh, you're going to have to dig. Uh, maybe it won't get as bad as that. But how long before you and I start to flag and get discouraged? And there's lots of advice out there, isn't there, to help sustain this. Um, have a routine, get exercise, lock the children in a cupboard. Uh, but one thing seems to be missing to me. For those of us who know God, uh, know the God who loves us and made us, uh, there's something that seems to me very important that has been missing in much of the advice that's been coming. Uh, and it's actually can be found in one of today's lecture readings. Uh, it's from Hebrews chapter 12. Let me read it to you. I'm reading from the contemporary English version. Uh, it's Hebrews 12. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. It reminds me of a story I heard of an athlete, not a marathon runner, but an athlete, he was a runner, who struggled to improve his time, tried everything he could, more exercise, more training, more diet, changed his shoes, nothing really improved. And then a new coach looked at him and said, I've watched you run, you've got a problem. Uh, when you run, you seem to look everywhere. Uh, you'll look at the crowd, you'll look at your feet, you'll look at the other runners, you look at the finish line, there's nothing consistent. What you need to do if you want to improve your time and win the race is to have your eyes set on a fixed point. And if I remember rightly, it was something like uh, 20 yards ahead of him. He said, fix your eyes on a fixed point and it will make the difference as you run. Uh, and that's exactly where we are in this from Hebrews, isn't it? If we want to run without becoming weary and losing heart, we need to look to Jesus. And I wonder if the writer had in mind the experience of Peter recorded in Matthew's Gospel. You know, the one where he was walking on the water and began to sink? And Matthew puts it this way, when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. What was the problem? Peter stopped looking to Jesus and started to looking at his circumstances. And if I'm honest, I'm tempted to do the same. The wind and waves of the daily news and the social media the doom and gloom punctuated by a few funnies is not enough to see me through. What I need is to have my eyes somewhere else. And that's what 
the writer to the Hebrews tells us to do. And that is the reason he gives us for looking to Jesus. It's because Jesus has already successfully run the race. He puts it this way, Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. In other words, the race was done, he crossed the finish line, and he sat down. Jesus has run the race successfully. Against all opposition, Jesus triumphed. What an encouragement for us to follow his example and keep our eyes on him. But how do we do it? What are we to do? How, how, how could that really work? How do we consider him? How do we fix our eyes on him who endured such opposition? How do we do it? Well, contemplation is, is the key. Keeping Jesus in mind moment by moment as our circumstances are around us. How to do it practically? Well, if you've been uh, doing the prayer course or reading uh, Pete Gregg's fantastic book on prayer, uh, you're probably already there. If you haven't, I encourage you to do so. Because session six of the prayer course uh, covers, covers the whole issue of contemplation. Uh, go online and find it and watch it if you haven't, or, or re-rehearse it. It's about not just seeing the facts about Jesus and getting academically with our head. It's about engaging with him in a way in which we can be absorbed and captivated by who he is, what he's done and what he's taught, considering him in all his wonder and beauty and grace, making him and not our circumstances our consistent reference point. So as the waves roll and the wind blows in this season of COVID-19, let's try to keep our eyes on Jesus so we don't flag and grow weary. Can we pray together? Father God, we thank you that Jesus has run the race. He is victorious. He is sitting with you now. And we pray that you will help us to keep our eyes on him. The one who is not only our example, but who will run in our shoes if we let him. Help us not to flag or to grow weary, but to consider him. We ask it in his name. Amen.